Hey good people, this is Sharika, EB, and Sabrina. You're listening to The Kickback. Glad you decided to pull up. What's good, Kickback family? It's your boy EB, Sharika, and Sabrina, and we are here for another, I guess you could say weekly dose of your favorite podcast. And we're excited that you are deciding to tune in. You could have been doing anything else, or you're probably already doing something else. You might be driving, might be doing dishes, might be meal prepping, might be laying in your bed, might be reading a book and listening to us at the same time. And right now you're probably thinking like, what type of intro is this? I just want y'all to know that we love y'all and we appreciate y'all. And, you know, that's all. I just want to cheer y'all up a little bit because you never know what's coming when I hop on the mic. But I'm going to pass it to my two sisters so they can share how they doing, what's their temp like, how they feeling. Sharika, Sabrina, talk to the people. I'm well. I'm doing good. Um, my temp is, my temp is 62. It's a little chilly. I know I said I'm doing well, and I am doing well, and I am doing good, but also people are trying me. And so I do have a little edge, a little frost on my back, but overall, I'm doing good because... <laughs> Why are you laughing, Sabrina? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you're a little bit spicy, it's entertaining to me because as they know, you're my Care Bear friend, the nicest, the kindest. So I'm like, oh, look at Sharika. She's going to revert back to her punching from elementary school <laughs> days. Well, I'm not probably not going to get violent because, you know, I, I don't want to go to jail. The, I'm a now an adult. Not that I won't throw a punch if necessary. I'm just saying I'm not really provoked that far. But maybe when we get into our topic today, it might the spirit might come up on me. But as of now, just a little ticked, you know, but nothing too bad, not, nothing, just a little light work that can be handled. So, you know, um, I'm doing good. Not Sharika on her baby. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, my gosh. But I'm really, I am really good overall. Um, I'm just excited to be here and getting into what we're going to get into. So my temp is 62. Um um oh I do have a lyric so my y'all know I love Jay-Z and one of my favorite lines from Jay-Z um it's on the song Bonnie and Clyde um and he says so basically you know it's about you know Bonnie and Clyde husband and wife duo whatever but this is before him and Beyonce were married um so I was going to say the line, but now I'm, now I'm like, do, am I going to quote it correctly? Now I'm kind of back out of it. So I'll just let y'all go on with your, your tips and I'm going to make sure I have the line correct. <laughs> I I'm that's gonna... right. Put some respect <laughs> on that billionaire's name. Come on now. <laughs> well, while you're looking yours up, I'll do mine. I am about, I guess I always say this, but sunny and 75 still doing really well probably because I'm just still coming off the high that was my man's birthday weekend I'm interested to see Sharika and Evie if you feel this way but now that I'm married I kind of feel like I have two birthdays my birthday and his birthday because all the treats for him are treats for me too 
And I just feel, I don't know, even his birthday feels even more special than Valentine's to me. Because just being able to surprise him with something and neither one of us have a love language that includes receiving gifts. But it's still fun to like see what I can do or, you know, bring that little joy and just reflect on the 35 years my man has been on this earth. So my song is uh, Jason Mraz, I'm Yours. And the first two lines really describe my vibe. Well, you done dumb me in. You bet I felt it. (laughs) I try to be chill, but you're so hot that I melted because everyone knows I resisted. I was all about the games, not necessarily with my husband, but just I didn't grow up being like, ah, I can't wait to be married. I was like, F that. What's a man going to do for me that I can't do for myself? That was my <laughs> energy. I was all about a make out here or there, but I just didn't have like that in game. And when I met my husband on my, our third date, he was like, I'm going to make you fall in love with me and you're going to marry me. And I was like, that's why we don't want someone. And I told him so many times, we were not the vibe. And look at me over here, done, done in, and very happy Aww. about it. And I just love him. You guys, he's awesome. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's my little vibe. I do have one short little funny story. Even though I just talked about like, oh, I love to surprise him. I do. And I did do some good things, but the day of, I waited to the last minute and during my lunch break, I was like, oh, I'll just ride my bike to Target, grab a cute little card because I hadn't got a card or anything. Why? I thought a 20 minute trip, because it's like seven minutes there and back, turned into like a 90 minute trip because of course my bike lock got jammed and you guys, I'm at work and I don't clock in and out, but still, I just knew somebody was going to ping me. You know, I was like, no, this is supposed to be so quick. Target literally had to cut the bike lock. Like they had these bolt cutters that didn't work. Then they used a little mechanical thing. And in the midst of that, Doug snapped me and he's like, how's your day going? And I didn't have the heart to be like, I never got your card the other day. And I can't complain and be like, oh, it's because we have one car because I had plenty of time to do it. I just was like, oh, I'll just do it that day. So when he comes home, I can set up the house, make it look cute. Yeah, you guys, that wasn't the case. I was hot, sweaty, mad. (laughs) And I don't have a bike lock anymore. But all that being said, the things I do for my mans, I'm just feeling on cloud nine. Evie, how are you today? And wait, first, how do y'all feel about the birthday thing? Does it feel like you have two birthdays or? I do. I do. Because I'm like, oh, we get to go to a nice meal or something. <laughs> I do. Be, I'd be like, yes, it's a second birthday. I, won't, I don't, won't say it's, as, it's better than Valentine's to me, but I do feel like it is like a little second treat, an extra treat to look mm-hmm. forward to. Exactly. He got a massage. I got a massage. <laughs> he got a happy. I got a happy. <laughs> What about you, EV? No, okay. not at all. Um, I do enjoy it a little bit, right? Because, like, as y'all know, um, most times that's, that means a vacation. So I guess kind of because we'll probably be away somewhere for a weekend or a week. So I enjoy that part. But um, it's kind of, I don't know, it's like, because usually for your birthday, not, well, I didn't say usually because everybody's different. For some people for their birthday, it's like, hey, what it, what is happening for me, so to speak? Um, but like if we're doing a getaway or a surprise, it's never really her saying Judah saying where she wants to go. It's me saying, hey, we're going somewhere for mm-hmm. this. So it's also a lot of planning and coordinating. But then you're also anticipating, like, is it going to be what I expect it to be from what I looked on the Googles of? Or am I really going to even enjoy it? Or am I doing it just because this is something that she wanted to do and I can care less about it? Um, like I even think 
uh what probably seven yeah probably seven years ago now um we had went skydiving on her birthday but that was something she always wanted to do um and i was was pre-marriage i don't know what else they could jump it out of the plane for somebody (laughs) i wasn't even married to (laughs) but i can say that i went skydiving and i won't ever have to do it so i guess it's split right because i definitely enjoy as you guys mentioned like the different things that you get to do with your spouse with your best friend um it does feel like a special thing for you as well because if it wasn't her birthday we probably would have never went skydiving right because that was something she always wanted to do um and for me i checked it off the list so i never have to go skydiving again because i said i've been and i'm good you know i i survived (laughs) in the words of andrew schultz he says that everybody says skydiving is fun and the people who don't are not allowed to tell their story of it and it's like you're right because i've never heard somebody say it was terrible who survived i haven't i'm not saying it's not there people like this was horrible i will never do that again but for myself um i would say i'm probably mid 70s to high 80s as a meteorologist would say um i'm feeling good things have been well for me this week at least by the time y'all hear this been a little busy just up and down traveling across this lovely state of ours and trying to experience the great weather of florida and my song that i have for y'all or i guess i'll say lyric i'm not gonna give y'all the whole song but it is from elevation they have a new album i'll throw that out there i might even recommend it later to remind y'all but they got a new album out it's called lion and one of the parts on the song same god says I'm calling on the God of David who made a shepherd boy courageous. I may not face Goliath, but I've got my own giants. So I don't know what you're going through, but you probably got your own giants and you probably can compare it to a Goliath in your life. But that's how I'm feeling. And for the most part, all is well, but also just the normal ups and downs of life. Well, um, I, I realize why it's not that fun for you, EB, because you be actually putting in the work, work for the birthday. <laughs> you be out here flying, whisking people away, you know, doing all kinds of things. And that, yeah, and I, and I can see what you're saying is like, now are all these plans going to actually turn out to be? That is could be a little stressful. So I can see why, you know, see, maybe this is why. I mean, I want to be that wife. But I feel like my husband wouldn't even appreciate all that stuff. He'd be like, girl, we could have been at home eating Chinese food and and French fries and I'd have been cool. And then I'd be like, I did all this for nothing. So I feel like the energy sometimes is a little different for wives than it is for men. But I won't say all wives because some wives, some men be wanting their wives to be doing all that stuff. I just know that my husband ain't that one. Um, so I did, I want to come back to my lyric. From the from the 03 Bonnie and Clyde, my favorite lyrics of this song says, she do anything necessary for him and I do anything necessary for her. So don't let the necessary occur. And that's my energy. Ooh, I love that. Okay, that is my energy. I do anything necessary for him. So don't let the necessary occur. And that's just a warning out there for anyone who just wants to try it. Cause like Sabrina, I loves my mans too. But anyway, that's my energy today. And on that, on the note of all, kind of something that kind of ties into all this shenanigans. 
is the Tinder swindler. So some of you guys have probably seen it. Um, I love EB doing a rundown. So EB, can you give the people a rundown of the Tinder swindler? Uh, um, this is definitely one of those ones that I would say you have to watch it to fully understand it and grasp it. But just imagine, um, for those of you who are, and I say old enough, I don't know who listened to this or what your age is. Um, those of you who are in the, the hip range, I'll say that hip range of being cool, being okay. swaggerific. Oh, wow. Um, where you know what catfish means. Most times when you think of catfish, you think of somebody putting up a fake picture of themselves and then you finding out that that's not really that person, right? For others, you might call it um, a hypocrite. Others, you might say fraud. But just imagine the amount of people who do that with maybe their bank account, their finances, but they're so fraudulent, but also so hip and so manipulative Mm-hmm. That they finesse you, finesse meaning swindle. So you could have called it the tender finesser. Um, they swindle you out of an absorbent amounts of cash, like amounts of cash of those of you who are college students who still have student loans, or you graduated, you have student loans. Imagine being swindled out of all of your student loans, kind of like how the Department of Education did all of us with student loans. That is what this one gentleman did to not one. Not two, not three, but just several different women from all across the globe. But you also had enough funds because of the different people that you finessed or swindled to be on private jets, to give them lavish parties, to get, to, to have them see the fancy cars, to got, have the nice clothes, to have the nice jewelry, to be able to take care of your crew, your crowd, Um, And what he was essentially this guy in the film, it's on Netflix. It was kind of like, I don't know if other people say it, but I know black people definitely say it. Um, It's like robbing Peter to pay Paul. Um, And that's exactly what he was doing with these women. It was taking Jane money to pay Susan, to pay Sally, to pay Broughton. See, I did that, Sally Broughton. Shout out (laughs) to her. Um, But just different things like that. And yeah, just a group of lady got, um, swindled um, got, all got. off of a got got all off of a dating app that many know as Tinder. Yes, all these interactions happen on a dating app, and he finessed him. Oh, and he was so finessed, like he fake injuries, and um, he was all over WhatsApp at least throughout the film. That's what I see. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just crazy. Just watch well, it, please. We're gonna talk about some stuff, and they probably have more insight um, than what yeah. I just share in the synopsis, but. Definitely something to watch, especially after you listen to this episode. I know you're gonna want to watch it. It it was wild. Now he the EB said he did swindle a lot of these women on Tinder, but this man had been swindling for a long time. He been he was babysitting these people's kids, swindled them out of money. He swindled all kinds of people over for decades in many different ways, and then he just basically got caught up on twin, Tinder as you know, technology got a little bit better. But this the story of was just, it was amazing. It was wild. It was sad. It was ridiculous. It was all the things. 
but it, I really felt bad for the women that were swindled. Um, everyone wants to be like, couldn't, couldn't have been me. But I don't know if it could have. I just don't think it could okay, have been Okay, okay. <laughs> and you know, we're not here to victim shame. We just want to put that we're out not. there. But we are here to just talk realistically about our responses and to do some reflection. Now, whenever there's a situation in life, I think it's very wise to look yourself in the mirror. I don't care. It's just the way we're raised, especially if you're raised with sibling. You go to tattle to your mom or dad. Half the time, my mom was like, I don't care what the sibling have done. Sabrina, what could you have done? It was very annoying then that she was teaching an important lesson. In every situation, what could you have changed to save yourself from the end result? And I'm Mm -hmm. looking in the mirror. First of all, I think the first part of the conversation we can break down is the power that our dreams are what we want to be true can take over Mm. and blind us from reality. Because a lot of the people in the situation express the type of man. And honestly, I can't think of a human being that wouldn't have felt like, oh, you know, I kind of hit the jackpot here to be with a successful man or woman. Somebody who could whisk them away and did it. that is, there is a, something about that is alluring. So just wanting that period can blind you. And I'm sure Evie and Sharika, you can speak to just any, sometimes just wanting a relationship blinds people to some obvious truths, right? Like what, can we start by just talking about what love is blind means and just elaborating on that? I definitely, I definitely agree with that. I think the allure of, of, well, I think it's a few things. Definitely people want to be in love. People want love. And like you said, love is blind. Sometimes we overlook things that may seem concerning to someone who is not in the infatuated situation with the individual. We may overlook things that other people are like, well, that was a clue or that was a sign because we want to believe in love. We want the fairy tale. And one of the women talk about that. She loved Beauty and the Beast and she loved the idea of this fairy tale. And so we we love love the idea of true love and happily ever after. And also, you know, the allure of of and excitement of all that that brings, you know, the anticipation of the call, the text and all that stuff. So I will say, especially from, I'll say from my perspective, I could definitely see that that being a, a really big tool to use to manipulate someone. I don't know how guys necessarily feel. I think maybe in generally speaking, men and women have different tools or things that they, may like so eb from the guy's perspective what's your thoughts yeah so for some people and just as a whole right and i don't know if it's a gender specific thing but it's certain things that i mean i think you hit it on the head when you say we look past right where an individual might have vivid uh, or visual faults right in front of you and you just let that pass now does that mean the person you're dating or the person you're in a relationship will be perfect no, but if it's going to grow and thrive, that person is going to be perfect for you. But if you have an individual that you are dealing with, um, whether it be somebody who you are dating, somebody you're highly interested in, somebody who you are married to, somebody who you've known a long time, some of the things, at least for myself, what love is blind for me mean is like, like this person gaslighting me, I don't care about it. 
this person physically or emotionally abusing me, I don't care about that. This person having no to little communication skills, I don't care about it. This person being very, um, I guess, hovering over me or possessiveness or have a sense of putting me down, I don't care about it. Having telling me that they're emotionally and for some people physically unavailable, I don't care about it. And then it's because that love is just is that love is blind that I'm going to let all of those things happen. And I'm still going to say, I love you. And it's like, so then for some, you might say, well, where are your standards? And I think for some, right, for some love is blind, they have their standards. And if that person comes under that, they still okay with pursuing that individual or letting that person fully pursue them. And it's like, do you really love them? Um, and you don't care about your personal standards or your own your own moral compass or your own ethic, like where you stand ethically, or like, it's just a person for you. Cause you got to figure that out on your own. Um, and for some people, you might even have friends who are pouring into you, like your close friends who are saying, Hey, I heard this, or I saw this, or this is what's going on. And this is what you need to watch out for. And you have all of those red flags in your face, but you're like, don't tell me what to do. I got this because that love is so blinding that you really want, for some people, they want that comfort. They want that attachment. They want that love that they're longing for. Um, but they allow all these other things to just cloud that. And the only thing they see is the love that they have for that person, which could be deceiving. And it was deceiving because first of all, what billionaire is gonna be on Tinder? I don't know. I thought that same That's thing. one. Second of all, you're a billionaire and you're coming to me, a zero heir, not your father, <laughs> not your aunt, not your cousin. I don't care if when I first met Doug, if Doug would have told me, oh, something went down. At the time I was working for a lovely organization, I would have sent him right down to social services. <laughs> I sure I would give him the tools, but like I'm just something in me is just I just I've always felt kind of suspicious and like guarded when it comes to that sort of thing. Anyway, when it comes to relationships anyway, because like I said, I'm like, what are they going to do for me that I can't do for myself? I really haven't seen it. I see a lot of my friends getting caught up making dumb decisions and I'm not about that. So I, I feel like I would have clocked it early on, but the, you know, and then you get deeper, like, okay, somebody needs five or $10. I'm trying to think, oh, in high school, I did get a boy a fitted hat, but I had a crush on him. He wasn't my boyfriend, but it was at the time. And that wasn't even my money. That was my parents' money, the allowance. But I'm trying to think any other time that a man was like, I need. And there have been men, men that have been like, I need. And I'm like, well, you seek and you'll find, sir. But not over here. <laughs> Sabrina. Not over here. <laughs> yes. Sabrina, before you even get into the money thing, the first thing about them leaving and going places with this man, the very first interaction with them, is that's the dream though they thought they were like i have cashed in so let me go ahead and ride not that they they weren't like uh gold diggers or anything but if you've already set in your mind this is what i'm looking for and then somebody is proving it I, but but if you're saying hey let's go to coffee okay let's meet up for coffee but now they're like he's like let's let's fly to another country yeah so I don't, I just, that part, see this, the, the, either one, the Christian in me, or I just, I could not, I don't care what anybody was promising me. I love Jay-Z. I don't care if I was like, Hey, 
he was like, let's go. I'd be like, let's not. I Sharika, just you just you just said Evie doing that. It's a whole vibe. So you're telling me when you were but dating that's his Alan. Wife. But when that's you were dating, wife. when you were dating Alan, if Alan was like, hey, Sharika, come over. And you went to see him and then he was like, I got two tickets Hawaii right now. Sharika, friend, you would have been packing the bag and telling us about not, this. Yes, today. yes, I would. <laughs> but not on the very first time I met this man. That's Fair. the part I'm talking about. Fair. Your very first meeting of this individual, you're willing to get on a plane and fly god knows where i barely want to meet you at the restaurant it's nevertheless exciting. leave the country <laughs> that's, that's how people get life. killed <laughs> i will be thinking this person is gonna kill me this person is ready to sell my organs to who knows what i i will be thinking the utter worst because i'm like why would you want i just can't imagine that someone would leave the country with a virtual stranger I just it's, it, you you would be on the on the plane, Sabrina. Sharika, I already told you what it was for me. I barely met Doug in a Mexican restaurant. I had all my friends' address known, picture known, all of that. Um, and I actually met my husband on Tinder. I'm pretty sure I've talked about it on the podcast before. But I definitely had all my friends ready to go. Like Trish was on ready. Like if you don't hear from me, it was this dude. <laughs> Uh, but I can easily see how that could happen because, and I don't want to call it being naive, but some people, and I like to think I have a little bit of myself and I feel like Evie definitely has this part of his personality. They're down for a little adventure, a little excitement. And if you have already convinced yourself that this is just this person's lifestyle, it's not out of the ordinary for them. And then you don't want to seem like a plain Jane, like, oh no, I can't jet set with you. Like I said, they saw... And like she said, they saw, oh, this is potential Bay, like for real Bay. I need to show him that my lifestyle can mesh with his. He, he had a he, job. His he job was going around him. the his job was going around the world selling her. diamonds. Her, she didn't have no job. She didn't have to go to work tomorrow. Who cares? She's with the billionaire. He got it. <laughs> That's what they're thinking. Yeah, but then when you're unemployed after he dumps you. Like, I'm just like, I wouldn't be thinking Sharika, marriage first. We day. just talked about this. When you're in that stage, you are not thinking rationally. All the hormones are going, all of that stuff that Evie elaborated on as well. The mind just isn't there. Not for everybody. Some people are a lot more cautious, but I don't fault the people who are wearing their heart on their sleeves and ready to, ready to go. It's adorable when it doesn't cost you thousands of dollars our emotional turmoil, our mental turmoil. Uh, I felt like Evie was trying to chime in. Yes, I was going to say, you what were you saying? Yeah, so for me, I, like, I definitely get, um, I, I guess I'll say the perspective of what both of you have shared, but like, it was more than just, I think, hey, this is the first date, right? I don't know how all of them happened, but you have some of them, boom, we've been talking, because I know it's a Netflix film, so it might seem like they, they talked the first day, they went to coffee, and then they got on the flight the same night. Like, we don't know if that's how all of them actually mm -hmm. happened, or if any of them happened, like, that way. Like, for the sake of the film or that documentary, I think they have to make it somewhat appealing to the masses. But even if it is, this is a person who, as you're talking to them, you're like, oh, snap. And her, and, and say her case, in some of the ladies' cases, this is a really cute guy. And then after they introduce each other, or it's I guess connect and then they exchange numbers. He sent them a link of a website that like goes to a legit website of being a diamond and this is a billionaire. I don't know about everybody. And I know some people will be like, that couldn't be me. And I'm not saying it could be you or it couldn't, but I will say 
I am pretty confident that if your legit crush that you've always had hits you up and that's what you went out with and it was like, hey, we out on a private jet because it's not like it was flying commercial. It's not that it was, they had two coach seats. Like the average person, if not, I would say more than the average, would never fly in a private jet ever. Like they just won't have that experience. But you walk in and you get to walk on the on the tarmac to hop on the plane. Like you ain't got no jetway. Like, yeah, I'm out. And then you go to that place where whoever that is. And it's not just like, hey, let's have sex on the plane or let's have sex in the hotel. Like you go out, you party, you live your life. You living in this nice where some will have a crazy Airbnb, but he just got this. Like you thinking that that's his home, that he just traveling around. You're like, oh, snap. Like this is different. Like this whole lifestyle is nothing that I could have ever imagined for. And for some of them, just being in that space or that aura of someone else just naturally turns them into, I'm saying yes to anything this person says. I don't even have to process it. Like it's a yes before it even comes out of his mouth or her mouth, depending on that person's interest and their likes and dislikes. It's just, wow. I I don't know. I think, I think if it it would have been a, a, a Kylie or Kendall or one of them or Rihanna or Beyonce, one of those billionaires, man, I've been on that flight. I know that's right. I think, but I feel like not, but I mean, I just feel like a man on a flight versus a, I don't know. I feel like more vulnerable. No, it's the same. You can steal that man's organs just like you can steal the girl. (laughs) That's true. But at least he could probably put up a good fight. Like, and she is him. He got the bodyguard. He got all these people and it's just you. Well, I mean, then later on she gets over there and see the the baby mama, but I, I just I feel like I, I don't know what anyone could tell me that will have me hopping on a flight at just the I, and I'm sure they did probably talk for weeks or maybe months, but my first time seeing you, I, I don't know if I'm jumping on any plane. I just can't even imagine. And maybe that's why maybe that's why I wasn't offered to be swindled. <laughs> <laughs> I I felt compassion for them though because I can easily see how someone could do that and not think twice about it. Well, I felt compassion for every other part of the story because I understand how you know somebody talking sweet, talking nice to you, somebody sending you beautiful flowers, whining and dining you, like. I could understand that part of it like very easily. Like I, but, but when it did get to the part of like, I'm in, I'm in dire straits and I need you to send me thousands and thousands upon thousands of dollars. I would have, I'd just be like, I can't do that. I'm so sorry. You need me to call 911 from them for your enemies. Like I just would be like, <laughs> I, I don't think I, I could be sending, I wouldn't even know how to come, like how to get a hold of that kind of money. If I even need Sharika, Sharika, how much melanin you got in your skin? You think those credit card companies would have given it to you? Girl, <laughs> and, I, and I'm grateful. <laughs> Speaking of that, for those of you who are applying for credit cards, we're throwing a little discount out there. Hey, don't get a credit card. <laughs> one, don't get one. But right. if for whatever reasons you have to get one, just if you validate it, switch up your race. It might work for you. Oh. <laughs> um, well, you can't do that. You can do whatever you want. You fill out the application. You see, this is why I 
this is you know don't what? Do I just do don't not, get a credit card. <laughs> I will say be if you start, have to be give lying. them be wise, be wise. Yeah. Uh, but, I will also say though, but Simon oh. was wilding. That man had people pawning. He he asked him to pawn their car. Like to get the loans, the house, like, like it is. So you did say something earlier, should we get it out? Like, yeah, some of these people wild it. Like these people was going to work faithfully in the midst of all of this chaos. <laughs> but then once he said, hey, let's link up, it's like job didn't even matter anymore. And I was like, whoa, like it didn't you heard 15,000, 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 7,000, 2,000, 5,500. Then you owe me like 150, but then you give me like 20,000 and say, I got you on the back end. Or then a check bounce, all types of craziness. I'm like, yikes. And this man was just doing this to everybody he came across. But why would you worry about a job if, in your mind, you're about to be married to a billionaire? What the F do you care about a job? I I just, I guess I'm like too realistic. And I usually like optimism, but I'm just like, this could turn south at any, I'm like, in my mind, I'll be like, this could go bad at any moment. I gotta have a place to live. I gotta have, but I guess when you see, like, the one lady was saying, like, you can't even imagine. Yeah, Sharika, you're a mute. I know, I just saw oh, it. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I can't imagine, like the lady said, you can't even imagine how much he would be spending just like on meals and th- just like, food and just all kinds of things i can't even imagine that so probably if i did see just such extravagant spending i would possibly feel a little bit more comfortable and i guess at those times you're feeling he's being so generous so you you would think that oh you know if anything goes down he probably would be generous and he'll look out for me but my gosh i i just i felt really bad for them like in the idea like it's bad on all counts but to really make people manipulate people to the point where they think that you love them, that you care about them, that you, you know, you would, you know, you want to spend your life with them just to rob them blind is, that's just how low can you be? How low can you really be? And then he would just be like, like Evie said, he would ask them for like, let's say he borrowed quote unquote, 70 no I think one lady was like 40,000 at first and then he would send her a check for a hundred thousand so she's like oh that's so kind thank you thank you but then the check would bounce and then you're like so (laughs) (laughs) so you thought like oh my gosh he only needed 40 he actually gave me an extra 60 and then now you really got nothing and then he was like oh my team needs tickets for um uh, to fly hair and my t- team we need to go there for and I'm like where I would be like where's your parents you ain't got an aunt you ain't got an uncle nobody everybody's money is seized everybody's money is he was he was an awful individual he really was I, this is when you need like this is when I would want goons I'm like somebody <laughs> No, this because is where it results to violence to me, for me. Not, but it shouldn't because there is an element at some point you have to look yourself in the mirror, like we said, and take on some personal responsibility. Is it the first credit card for 20K you ran up? And then there's another, another. And I know who is playing. I mean, this is what a manipulator does, right? He's playing on the fear. They are truly in love with him and they think someone's going to kill him. I get it. 
but now I'm about to die because I'm drowning in this debt. No. Yeah. no and the no, one no. lady was like checked herself into a uh, uh, psychiatric hospital because she almost wanted to kill herself because the debt was so overwhelming and just the situation of it. That is horrific. And exactly. that's why I feel like he needs to be beat up. I'm sorry. Like, I know the authorities ain't doing that. They did not, him being in jail for the little moments that he, he need to feel a hard punch <laughs> to his skull just How? to get a, I need him to feel physical pain for the emotional distraughtness that he put those women <laughs> Yes, distraughtness. It's like I could you imagine the late the one lady was saving up money to buy her house and she lend it to him so he could so he storm. I would I would I would be driven to violence. Like I'm sorry, I would be I would be the crazed woman driving down the road, fitting to run you over because this is horrible. I would I would be willing to go to jail. Just to run my sure tires because on top of the other stuff, he was also threatening physical violence, and that's like a whole nother level. Like that's okay, what he Yeah, yeah. So for them, there's that personal level of responsibility, true. But when he was like, you know, you'll regret it big time, and da da da. Now you're afraid for your life because you don't know the full story, and this is supposedly somebody with a lot of money. And they know where I live and they know my details and I've committed fraud for them. Some of them lied about where they worked or et cetera, so they could get more money for mm -hmm. him. So I can understand why there is that fear of like not wanting to beat them up and not bring your goons. They definitely went through hell. I can say that much. Mm. But I was wondering, like he he was like I would be like he doesn't have any money he doesn't like he isn't like he portrayed himself to be this billionaire but he really doesn't have the money and I that's when I would be like oh okay well he could definitely get get one or two punches and pay it I would I would scrounge up the money for that I'd scrounge up <laughs> money for 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 some some dudes to be like you see that guy over there <laughs> I need you to go hit a one, two, <laughs> keep it moving. This I, is hypothetical, I, guys. This is hypothetical. The kickback does not endorse hiring people for a one-two punch or anything more. <laughs> we didn't have <sighs> But also, I would say, like, for some of the female, like, of course, we saw the, I guess you could say it from a bird's eye view, where we could see all the different storylines. But all of them didn't know each other to know that he was broke or having a hard time. Because he also... Right what's manipulative in that approach of, hey, I'm waiting for this deal to go through. I'm working out this, I'm working out that. And then him covering some of them here or there or flying to the next one and enjoying himself with a big party or lavish party or a nice outing or a nice, uh, I guess you could say getaway or vacation escape. That person was like, oh, snap. Like that one time, I mean, it's not for everybody, but for some people that one time or that one experience can fill a lot of gaps or holes or red flags when the person messes up. Right. Mm -hmm. And people do that all the time. Like, oh, you forgot to say this. You forgot to say that. You forgot to do this. You forgot to do that. But day, our Valentine's Day was really special. Mm -hmm. You forgot to do this. You forgot to do that. You forgot to do this. You forgot to do that. Day, you really made my birthday the best birthday ever. And 
anniversary. You can go on and on. And that happens all the time, even in marriages right now. Like they wasn't even married or in a legit relationship. It was, um, and I say legit, they were in a relationship. They weren't married, but it's mm-hmm. married couples who deal with similar stuff like this, with emotional abuse happening day in and day out, mm-hmm. with some physical abuse happening day in and day out, with people, one spouse over the other, being very manipulative in their approach mm-hmm. to get what they want and not and not following through with what they say they're going to follow through or encouraging or building the person up. And then other days I look at it because just because I know some people also look at Simon in this light. So um, this is this is not an endorsement by EB on the acts of Sim, Simon Livey. This is a personal assumption and these views do not reflect the kickback LLC. Um, <laughs> but for Simon, like you give him his props to be able to maneuver that way, to be somebody who don't have a legit business to not be a billionaire but to be able to i guess you could say be deceitful in his approach um to these women and i'm not applauding his acts because none of them were right but it's like dang like he was out here hustling and i'm not gonna knock him for hustling i will personally but i know mm-hmm. some people in the world would not they would applaud that approach because there's so many people who do that daily in their relationships mm-hmm. and it's not even a like in those dating relationships, it's some people who do it in the workplace. Dang. It's like, I am going to overwork you until you burn out. And I don't expect you to say anything about it. And if you do, I will give you a little pat on the back. I'll give you a little dessert. I'll give you a little gift card. I'll take you out to eat. I'll take you, tell you to take an extra 30 minutes. I'll give you a high five. I'll send you an encouraging email. I'll write a note on your desk. I'll do these little things where you think that, hey, you're helping me out. I actually just got, I don't say just got off the phone, but earlier today, before our recording, I'm speaking to someone who works for a, um, works for a nonprofit and she did a whole bunch of these, um, I guess you could say presentations for her organizations. And then she gave it to her supervisor and our supervisor had it in a meeting and passed it on as her own without mm-hmm. saying that, Hey, this came from Sabrina or this came from Sharika or these are the thoughts of me and Sabrina was working on this. And this is what we came up with. Me and Sharika was working on something. This we came up with, she's sitting in the meeting, like defeated. Cause she was like, I worked on all that research, all those statistics. Like that's what I have my degree in. Like those are my things that you're not saying anything to me and I don't need the pat on the back, but day it would have been nice. Cause now you just up your line to upper management. You know, as I'm talking to this homie about it, I'm like, so like, how do you respond? I'm like, well, I'll talk to her about it. And I'm like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. probably not going to go well, but handle mm-hmm. your business to what you feel is best. Uh, oh, gosh, I just don't. Th- These things really upset me. I hate for people to be taken advantage of. I hate for people to be mistreated. And that this is why I would resort to violence. <clears throat> the, like... I'm just like it is it is it is interesting that someone could sink so low and to go so hard to manipulate people and I'm just like how do you remember who who you like how do you keep juggle all these people and and all these things how do you remember to send this one the flowers how do you remember to keep this one's whatever in like how do you remember how do you keep track of all these stories and scenarios and, and these individuals. Well, he wasn't part. very creative, remember? A lot of them said when once they met, it was like copy and pasted conversations. And always that be careful true. when, listen up, ladies and gentlemen, when you're in a new relationship and that person's only using sweet names and not your name, 
We need, to, we need to do a the kickback 10 red flags in a relationship. Yeah. Uh, I'm not baby or which baby am I? Which sweetie am I? Which honey am I? No, no, no. Oops. I'm not going to be copying and pasting over here. At least take the time to write out Sabrina. It's only seven letters. That's the that energy I was bringing. <laughs> that is true. You got to keep it generic so that you don't have to keep remembering the names. And I'm just like, this man, I, I just... These people didn't have no brothers, no uncles, no cousins, nobody. How often did you talk to your brother about your relationship with Alan? I'm, I mean, well, he knew Alan and, you know. So, not him but knowing I Alan, say, but how often were you like, well, this is what's going on with Alan and I. Or I Evie, how didn't. often did you talk to your siblings about you and Judas in a relationship? Man, I ain't talk to them at all. That wasn't none of their business. Right. Like they, I'm they talking about when it goes south. I'm talking times. about when it I agree. Okay, but he's saying like it wasn't their business. I probably talked more to my friends because I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, my two younger brothers, no shade, but they didn't even have stable relationships and nor should they have. You know, like they're young, they ain't got no jobs. Like, who you gonna be dating? Taking out with whose money? Like you can date yourself. <laughs> so I wasn't gonna go to them. You know, my older sister maybe maybe not you know depends situation dictates so you're talking once again about like a perfect world scenario what they should have done but it's not a perfect world no I'm talking about when you read out and when I was talking about earlier too I'm talking about when you realize that you this person has robbed you and stolen from you and this person really don't have the money because they've been using your money to fund their lifestyle and their trips with other people. I'm talking about when it all comes out. <laughs> I, that's what I'm talking she about. She did not talk to her me. mom because she had to move back home. You don't remember that part. I <laughs> do. When it all came out, they did. But a lot of times, going back to you know something that Eb was knocking on is when the all of those things are happening sometimes people feel ashamed or they feel like oh it's not it's, it might get better or honestly in their cases they probably just felt ashamed because <laughs> it's like I really let this I really let this broke man <laughs> swindle me and who's really gonna be screaming that from the rooftops to everybody <laughs> because what are your friends gonna say what you did what you did what you did what and you're like yeah I did <laughs> That takes a lot of confidence to admit it, it, when you're wrong or it, been it, wrong. It does. Mm-hmm. It does take a lot of confidence, but I'm like, if you've been wrong, so wrong. Like, I mean, like that was, that wasn't like, oh, this man left me for another woman. No, this man robbed me and I'm broke and I have nowhere to go. I have it's, no money it's left. It's even worse. It's worse than him leaving you for another woman because you can't control that. You can control if you went into credit card debt. <laughs> 60,000, 100,000, 2K. You can't build the house, buy the house you were saying for it. That is your control. Granted, you were manipulated and all that and that wasn't very cool, but I can absolutely see why they would not want to say anything you think if that happened to me i would come to the cake back and like well y'all i got got i would not see no i wouldn't come to the kickback but i would say eb i know you know some people i need a number i need you to slip a note i need to get to some people because somebody needs to pay and this man is it i need to get this person i wouldn't come to the, i'm not saying i would 
broadcast and be like, I got swindled. I would just be like, there's a job that needs to be done. Somebody better <laughs> point me to somebody that can handle a job. Now, you know, I, I say, I'm, you know what? I am saying too much that I will sick people off. I maybe shouldn't, but I just feel like I, I just couldn't even imagine. I just, I keep, there's one point that I keep wanting to make, but it, every time it slips my mind, I really hope it comes back because it is something I really want to say, but I just, I just feel so sad that these women, you know, did that. And the one woman wasn't even in love with him. She was, he was just her friend and he was just like, oh, you know, all these bad things are happening. My bodyguard got stabbed. And, you know, my enemies are after me. I would be like, who are the enemies? I kept wanting to be like, nobody wanted to know who the enemies were. Who are the enemies? Just random enemies. He just kept saying, my enemies, my enemies. Who is coming after you? I would want to know that. But anyways, I they were trying to help this their friend. They were trying to help their boyfriend. And I don't know how many women he was dating all at the same time. But I would, it was just... Like, how do you really not care about anybody at all? He didn't find, he didn't really care about any, not one of these people. He has no genuine relationships in his life. I just, that's so crazy to me. Well, I just, I, I don't know. Do you, Sabrina, do you think you could have been swindled? I already said <laughs> no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying in any way. I'm just saying, is there a scenario like, like I could be swindled, but not in this way. You can probably get me to like prior to being married, somebody could probably get me to fall in love with them and it'd be a hoax, but you can get, I don't think I I, I wouldn't even the money part, I don't know. I just don't think I would be like, oh, I ain't got the money. Sorry. Does that mean we're over? I mean, I don't Evie. Know. Evie. <laughs> Evie said if it was Beyonce or Rihanna, a known billionaire before one of them. marriage. That in, makes sense, though, because they're a, actually known. I would say, no, even if it's somebody who was low key who had that setup where like they were taking private flights and they looked like they were living a life like, hey, because you got to think it wasn't like they was in America. Hey, let's take a trip to Miami and then we take a trip to Orlando. Like they were mm-hmm. country hopping. So if somebody come Nikonos, right pre married, somebody would be like, hey, we met on Tinder, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, hey, let's go to Dubai. And that's where I'm at. And then another day later, like, oh, we just partied in Dubai for the night. Now let's go to Aruba. And he's all pro- like, I'm all in. Like if my bills okay. and if I got money and my bills still get paid, I'm living it up. Okay. And then she calls you, oh my gosh, my ex-boyfriend's after me. And he's he's tracking me with my credit card. EB, I need you to send me some money. I'm struggling. I'm I'm so scared. Are then you with a left money? on red? Evie, I actually think that's a better swindle the other way around because men have such an innate thing in them to protect. So yeah. hold on, don't let's not put somebody on now because Sharika, that was very believable. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, that's what I wanted to say. I just came back to me. Why were these women 
sending him the articles when they found out that he was a swindler because they were yes. in love and you're going to yeah. confront your love you don't want it to be true don't i mean don't underestimate the power of what people think is love just think about I, so many people these days whether it's male female or and i say other because i know some people identify as other so for those of you who feel like why is he saying male female or other that's why i respect people and what they do i don't ride with it that's not me um, but that's it. I'm just throwing that disclaimer out there. But just imagine the people who, when people get caught up these days, it's the same thing. You just send a screenshot. Like, why did you like this picture? Like, wh why is why is your comment under this post of this half-naked individual? Why are you in the same restaurant of your ex when you didn't tell me that this person was there? Or if you got people who, like, they, they, they watch people Instagram stories of either somebody who they're interested in or somebody who they're courting or somebody who they're dating or somebody who they're in a relationship with. Cause they're trying to see like, who else is in this background? Who, who are you talking to? Who, oh, wow. Who's in the space of what's going on that I have to be aware of. So it's the same thing with them. They're just like, this article came across me and now I'm sharing it. And now I'm trying to see if I can get connected with these other people. It's kind of like what you see a lot of, well, I say a lot of I was about to say a lot of females, but I know guys who do this too because this has happened in the past for me. It was like you have people who come through. I'm coming to you as a man, or I'm coming to you from woman to woman to trying to figure out what's going on with her dude. So that's what that girl did, like hitting her up on Instagram or Facebook. I think it was Facebook, and I think the other one was on Instagram. But it was like, let me find out this person that we both seem to have a common interest in or our common dealings with. And you give me the rundown of what's really going on because I feel like I could believe him, but now I'm second guessing my own love or my own interest. So now I have to find somebody else to kind of tell me like, am I way off? And let me get a, I guess you say a, a person who's not biased or who has nothing to win from this situation to see what their story is or what their side of it is. Because even after innocence getting caught, he was still lying and still trying to swindle and still trying to finesse. I, this maybe I'm a suspicious person because all of I would be like if someone sent me incriminating information I'm not passing it to the person that is incriminating I would just be like oh let me see if it can make sense let me watch and, and wait let me see like I'm not gonna be like guess what they're saying you're a robber and you're stealing are you a, are you a thief I'm not why would I give you that information if it was like Alan Sharika, you wouldn't confront him. Okay, there's two right, things because here. you well, love no, no, him. No, no, it's no. Different. I don't know. I, I I don't know yet. I don't. Okay, Alan. Okay, probably would because I have had. How old am I? Almost twenty years of life experience with this individual. I probably would confront him and be like because I know his character over 20, almost 20 years. Random person that I've known for three months. I don't know if I'm gonna be like, I heard that you're, 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 you're a thief and are, that you, you swindled all these women. Are you swindling me? I would, <laughs> I, would not, I would not give my hand up that easily. I feel like I would just be like, I would be shocked and I would be at least like the one girl at the end was playing it. Well, actually the, the other girl did too, where they were playing it off like after they already outed themselves that they knew, but they at least were like, oh no, I don't believe it. I, I But I would have been like, you should have been doing that first before you told him, even tipped him off that there was an article or anything out there like that. 
but the 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 um the one girl that was stole all well took all his clothes and stole I did feel at least a little I, I mean even though it was probably nothing compared to what he stole from her but I was like I did feel good at least she got at least he felt a little bit of what he puts those women through it wasn't enough but he felt a little bit of of it oh yeah that was awesome she yes, definitely she, felt it but she felt I would say I think during that time she felt empowered and mm-hmm. she felt like mm-hmm. she was in control and I think that's what matters because I don't I like because and I'm pretty sure even for us it's been people who maybe we've loaned money to or we've had interactions with or things have happened where it's not even about the res- the money anymore it's about the respect Mm-hmm. it's not even about the apologies like i think you just broke a principle that i thought we were better than that and i think mm-hmm. that's how she felt like i thought we were better than that but you know what i gotta find a way to get you where it hurts because now i know you are really really broke now i know you're not gonna get no money from me or loans from me you won't get it from other people because a lot of them are starting to know who you are so now you can't even present yourself like you can't fake it till you make it by your attire because I have all of that. And that's why some of she'll sit in on it, but she'll like, I'm not even like, I don't got to post that or posting it little by little or take it, you know, or like, ah, nothing has sold you, even though she started cashing in, you know, where she's finding a way mm-hmm. to be like, but in that, I think she found, she got to a point where she was empowered. Um, yeah. And she was just like, I'm in control now and you can't do anything about it. Yeah, she started to get some of her power back. Yeah. I I was like, when he was like, I'm I'm eating leftovers in the food court. I'm staying in a house. <laughs> I was like, this man has nerve. He knew his game. He knew it well. He really did, I'm and it was working I'm, for him. So I'm a poor king. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> utterly ridiculous i'm like this man is talking about somehow he got eaten leftovers these women don't got um, uh, uh i was gonna say a pot to piss in but they don't have a home they don't have food and you mad because you eating leftovers from the food court you gotta stay in a 12 dollars a night hostel this woman's back at home with her mom both of them were one was in the hospital and you you how dare you i'm just like this man when i tell you the screenshots me and my girls would be having a filled day with off of this man wow entertainment for years he's like remember that time remember that guy the poor king i'm like yeah y'all i don't know what i was thinking i did date the poor king (laughs) oh my gosh wow I, I, i applaud those women for going about taking him down yeah. and like really fighting to get now mind you he didn't get as much as I thought he deserved but at least they were like adamant about like not letting him get away with it and putting him on blast and putting out their information especially into you know this society where people are just horrible some were calling them gold diggers and all that kind of stuff no, but, they were just in love. They were young. Uh, they were just blinded by love. Exactly. And the fact that how are you going to say they're gold diggers when this, that man was a gold digger. They were giving him thousands upon thousands of dollars. They weren't gold diggers. That man was the gold digger. But yeah, I applaud them for working very hard to get that man caught up. That woman said, I had to put on the acting of my life. I said, you sure did because I, that was that her being in that car when they were driving and you know just being afraid for her life I would have I mean I that's 
I applaud her for going to that length to make sure that man got caught up. So my advice out there, people, be careful, be cautious, because these there's swindlers out there. Hide your kids, hide your wives. <laughs> hide your husbands. It's like hide everything. <laughs> okay. Um, my my advice would be whatever you are, I don't know, in the best way. Surround yourself with people who one can hold you accountable when mm-hmm. you are missing out on red flags. But also, um, not saying like don't be deceived because like you really just never know. Because yeah. some people do yeah. give people the benefit of the doubt, and there's nothing wrong with that. So like some people, some people can't live that way. Like mm-hmm. I'm the type, and from speaking from personal experience, like I give every like I hopefully. I have done this. And if you felt like I haven't done this to you specifically, I apologize. But I kind of start everybody off at a 10 with me, like male, female friends, like this is where we're at until you show me a reason why we can't be at that type of, I guess, relationship. Like I want to give you the best. I want to give you the best. And I expect you to give me the best. I want to encourage you, inspire you, motivate you. But then when I get to a point where you don't care about your own self or you don't care about what's going on or you don't treat people well, not saying I won't treat you well. I just know where I stand with you because if you're not treating that person well, then it's a Mm -hmm. good chance when I'm not around, you're probably not treating me well um, or whatnot. And I appreciate consistency in all Mm -hmm. things. So if you are dealing with someone or you're, you're dating, you're married, whatever, like however your life is going, find patterns of consistency and try to continue to encourage that out of a person without saying, Hey, you remember you used to always do this. Why did you stop? No, you don't do that. Like, Hey, I really like when you do blank and you haven't done it in a while, right? Let's not chastise, degrade, devalue, because you never know what that person may be dealing with. Now, if it's your spouse, y'all got to figure that out. You know, hopefully y'all in it for the long run. But if it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend, that's something that you do to encourage them or inspire them or motivate them to do and be better. Because sometimes some people don't know what it means to do or be better. Um, I remember having a conversation with a group of friends not too long ago. We're in a group chat having conversations about different stuff, and they're speaking on their life I guess you could say their life and what they they thought marriage was because of what they saw in their home mm, of mm-hmm. broken families and single parents and all these different things. And I was like, I could not relate because up until my mom passed away, my parents were together for 32 years. So I don't know what that life is like to have a broken debt. Fa- um, I would say a broken family, a broken family dynamic of what people see as a two parent household um, who are married, who are loving each other, who are pouring in to the the kid the lives of their kids so everybody's different and not saying that you can't learn what it means to love the person that you would and to support them and all that they do but just don't allow your personal stories or your personal circumstances in your home dictate how you respond because some people naturally respond like this is how my mom did it or this is how my dad did it or this is how I saw my grandma do it with my grandpa like you have to figure out what that is for you and um for those of you who don't believe in God. If you believe in God, then the biblical mandate is all throughout scripture. You can figure that out. Um, if you need a Bible study on that, um, I can, <laughs> I can help you that way, but yeah, just keep, keep doing you keep being great. I was going to say, I agree with you about starting people at 10, but see, I am suspicious. I start people at a three. And if I like, if I see good things, I will shoot them up to a 10 very quickly, but most people are started at a three, but I do have a question as we wrap this up, do you guys believe in looking for love? I think a lot of this started because these people were looking for love. Do you believe in looking for love? Well, I don't believe it's going to fall in your lap necessarily. I, I believe in pursuing what 
your dreams and aspirations are for your life. So whether that's love or anything else, I feel like in a lot of situations, not all, but in Mm -hmm. a lot of situations, you're going to get out what you're putting in. So Mm -hmm. if I am, golly, if I'm a 25 year old, I'm at the beginning of my career, I'm in a new city, I don't know any friends or family, but I know I want to get married and have kids and I'm just going to work every day and that's it. Then I'm like, well, young man, young woman, what are you doing (laughs) to help yourself reach this goal? So in that sense, I guess that was a really long way for me to say yes. Evie? Mine is definitely a yes. Um, that would definitely be my quick, short, soundbite answer. And then slightly longer, but or not longer than what you just said, but longer than a yes. It's like, like how do you expect it to happen? Like, it's not going to fall out. Well, the sky. well, I was going to say, Sabrina, do you think you were looking for love? Oh, no. I literally said to my friend Trish, how are you going on all these dates and wearing all these cute outfits? Because at that time, I was young in a new city, not knowing anyone. And my girl was on a date almost every month. I was like, girl, I got too many cute outfits to be at home. Now, I wasn't trying to find a husband or anything. I was just like, listen, I can be out there having a good time too, you know? And I was literally on the app for about a week and a half. And it wasn't for me. I don't need that many D pics in my DMs. And just the energy, like I was very transparent about who I was. My profile said like heart to God, a hand to man. And I told my now husband and one other dude after like a week, I was like, yeah, this isn't really my vibe. Uh, So I'm getting off. But if you want to keep talking to me, this is my Snapchat. And my husband definitely hit me up on the Snapchat and all that being said, but I was also making sure I had a life outside of work. And at that time I was at work or church. (laughs) So like, I was also like making sure I was a part of the local dance community, local theater community, and just in situation, I was a part of meetup, a group, and I'm still a part of it, Tampa Young Professionals, 20 to 30s. So I was just not at home wishing I had something that I didn't Mm. if that makes sense that I did not go to tinder on that week thinking now when I'm going to meet my husband like that was not the energy Evie you want to finish your your thought yeah so I think at least for me when I think of looking for love I think of it in like that that I don't know that I think of looking for love more in a sense of pursuing like I don't think it's a dead end. If I don't find it here, then I'm done and over it. But it's like mm. looking for love for me. is like, I'm going to, I'm going to find somebody who I may have common interests with and we're going to start dating. And then if it works out from there, then we'll take it to that next level. Like I know some people who they only exclusively date one person at a time. And it's other people mm. who like, no, I'm going to date four or five people and see which one clicks with me the mm. best. And then I'll cut the other ones off. But I think in all of that, and I don't know if it's maybe looking for love might not be the right phrasing, but it's looking for a sense of belonging. Like we are created to be a, I guess you could say individuals who are locked in with other people, whether that be a community, whether that be a small group, whether that be just like, you shouldn't live in isolation. And mm. so I think people are just naturally looking for some form of belonging in their journey and connection with other people. Now, are there some extreme introverts and some extreme isolation people who could live in a hole and never see another person again? I'm pretty sure there's someone out there, but they're gonna connect with something. They're gonna be out there connecting with nature, connecting with animals, connecting with, <laughs> like people have their thing and whatever that is, hey, two thumbs up to you. Um, but yeah, that's yeah, that's all I got for that. 
I would say I think people should be open and available. I don't, I mean, I think some people need to be looking for love and some people just need to be open for the opportunity of love for, um, and I, and then there have been cases in people in my life that I did recommend, I think you should go online. I think if you're, if you, like you said, if you want to have a spouse or be married or something, I think, and you're not finding that where you are doing your everyday living and you're putting yourself, maybe you do go online. Now, I don't know if online is where it's at, but be open. I would say be open and available to opportunities for love, but also be cautious and uh, be wise. That's my, my advice. Any advice for you, Sabrina EB gave his as well. Do you have any advice? Um, my advice will go into the next segment. Mm-hmm. So yes. I'm going to tell y'all like my mom told me. Y'all met Mama D or Delight or all the names she goes by last year, I believe. Uh, one time I broke up with a young man and I was considering running it back. And on one person I do talk about every all the details with is my mom. Before the siblings, before a friend, my mom's going to know the whole deal. And she said, young lady, don't let love make a fool out of you. And I was like, dang. Okay, I didn't know it was that serious. But she's not one to be like me. I'll talk in circles. I'll run something up and down. She said her little thing and she was ready to move on to the next conversation. I thought that was her original thought. And then I Googled it before the episode because I was like, that's a great little quote for today. And evidently, it's a whole pop song. (laughs) or it's an R&B song I've never heard it I just know it's a song because the song immediately popped up and I was like oh okay but I think that that sentiment just rings Mm. true in so many situations you have to give love and respect to yourself first above Mm. all you have to remember that your time it's limited okay your energy it's important what you're putting out and I think in a lot of these situations, people are giving so much to the other person that they neglect the most important person. And I know that sounds selfish, but sometimes a lot of times in life, you have to be. We've all heard that analogy about the airplane. When the plane is going down, you have to put your oxygen mask on yourself first. And you have to think in this situation, this person needs 50 grand. Do I need to give it to them? What is that? How is that going to make me feel? How's that going to impact my future? How's that going to impact what what I'm experiencing right now, right? There's another quote that says, either we slave our thoughts or our thoughts enslave us. Either we slave our thoughts or our thoughts enslaves us. There's another, uh, well, it's not necessarily a quote. It's from scripture, Jeremiah 17, 9. It says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. You can't always just go with the flow of your emotions, acknowledge them. They're what make you human. And emotions a lot of times are like the little uh, light, the light switch that leads us to certain revelations that are really important. But you have to go right back to your head, go ahead and write the pro and con list, write it out, talk it out, do whatever you have to do or else love will make a fool out of you. And Sharika doesn't want that for you. Evie doesn't. My mom doesn't. And neither do I. E.B., what are you expounding on today? E.B., before you expound, Sabrina, can you ask your mom to write down these things? Because she (laughs) has a lot of good ones. She has a lot of good ones. I can try. So, 
Um, on March 11th, 2020, and I know we talked about this last week on the pod, the National Basketball Association announced the suspension of the 2019-2020 season following Utah Jazz center Rudy Gobert testing positive for COVID-19. I remember sitting with coworkers at the office and we were deciding what was going to happen with this big event that we have every year. And when this happened in the NBA, I knew it was serious. I don't know what everybody else was doing or how you find out the pandemic was serious, but I was like, the NBA never cancels games. It has been bad weather. Lights have went out in arenas. Holes have from tornadoes and rain has started to come down and games have always continued. So I knew it was serious when they was just like, oh, no, we suspended for the rest of the season. We'll figure it out another time. But not a postponement, not one week, not two weeks. Like, we're done. And, of course, you started seeing the trickle effect of a lot of crazy things. But, like, it's crazy that, and I know we talked about it last week, but it's been a whole two years of this madness that we call a pandemic. Now, something else that's interesting that I just love news alerts that just, bing, guess what just happened? So a jury in Washington, D.C. on Tuesday found January 6th, rioter Guy Reffitt guilty on of all five charges he faced related to the U.S. Capitol attack. He is the first U.S. Capitol riot defendant to go on trial, and he was found guilty. And I want to say, U.S. Capitol courts, thank you for making an example out of this person who acted so wildly on this January 6th. And it's so many others who are facing trial and going through whatever they're going through. And I just want to tell y'all people, stop acting crazy in these people country. Because I can tell you this, believe you me, they will make an example out of some of you. Now, some of y'all, y'all gonna, y'all gonna, y'all gonna get the pass. Nothing gonna happen to you. You gonna dodge the bullet. You gonna be able to escape in the darkness. But it ain't gonna be all y'all. I don't care how much you think that you can avoid the lovely government. But for some of y'all, you're not gonna be able to dodge it. And all you got to do, just try to stay out the way. Now, sometimes you try to stay out the way and you still get caught up in stuff. You can just ask the people like an Ahmaud Arbery, a Trayvon Martin, a George Floyd, a Breonna Taylor. We can go on. I don't want to continue listening to all these names, but it's so many others that Sean Bell, right? We can, we can go on and on. Sandra Bland of names of people who tried to stay out of the way, but it did not work out in their favor. But some days I see our lovely judicial system and it gives me hope. In other days, I am left hopeless and defeated by the way certain people act. Similar to how how the lovely ladies on the Tinder swindler was acting with Simon. They felt defeated and hopeless. So that's all I really got for y'all today as far as expounding. And I encourage you to just a few things to check out. My first recommend, just because I know all of you didn't do it, but check out the State of the Union address from 
our president, Joe Biden, that happened um, this month. So when you get a chance, just check that out. And another one that I have for you is an album. I mentioned it at the top of the pod from Elevation Worship. And the title of it is Lion, L-I-O-N. And that's what I got to recommend for the people this week. Sharika, Sabrina, what are you guys recommending to the people? Sabrina, do you have your recommendation or you want me to go first? Go ahead. You're talking. Okay. So, <laughs> sorry, I didn't. <laughs> so um, today I want to recommend some self-care tips or tricks for, um, for you. We, we talk about this from time to time when you're going through things, what you can do, get, um, Sabrina's mentioned, go outside, um, you know, be one with nature, help ground yourself, those type of things. But to me, for me today, I want to encourage you, and I, in the past, I've also encouraged you to reach out to friends, connect with people and do that. But I also want to recommend to you um, getting hopefully you do know the Lord. And if you do not, I, I'll start with that. I recommend that you get in, get a relationship with the Lord because it is the best thing I've ever done. But um, there's this app called The One Place. And I think I've mentioned that before, but I want you to dive into um, some of the lessons and teachings that I found on this app, but particularly on Family Life Today. They have a lot of different topics and things that have really helped me in my journey with the Lord, but also hearing from different speakers and teachers. So on the One Place app, I would encourage you to like Family Life Today, where they talk about all kinds of things that will help with your mental health, with your relationships, and how to best care for yourself and your relationship with the Lord. So that is my recommendation. Or they also have a radio station, but I don't know where it is in, in all the different states. So I recommend going to one place and get connected with Family Life today. Love it. I am recommending that you get familiar with your local state park or garden. There's a place in our state called Bach Tower Gardens. They were shut down because of the pandemic for a long time, but they do so much. Like they do concerts and nature walks and yoga and stuff for dogs and a whole bunch of things. And a lot of time, these places that your taxes are helping to maintain, they offer a lot of free entertainment and public libraries to do as well. So shout out. Shout out to those, but yeah, get outside, get involved with one of those free things that they're offering. Trust me, you won't regret it. I know it's not warm everywhere in the country, but spring is coming. I believe we're about two and a half weeks from spring. So get out there to get a little spring in your step. Wink, wink. All right. As always to close out, and I haven't said this in a while, so I'm going to share it with you guys. Make sure you subscribe to the pod leave a rating or a review wherever you listen at recommend this podcast to your family and your friend and make sure you follow us on social media thank you guys for listening and i know there's all types of podcasts that you can be listening to but you decide to listen to three of the coolest people that you know and remember if life ever tries to kick you down make sure you kick back
Until next time.